BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I watched the debate last night. It was hard to watch, frankly. For anyone who's coming into this totally undecided, it's hard to see them coming away terribly, terribly convinced by Mike Fetterman there. Overwhelmingly, people uh, uh, will watch that and see that he's still struggling from the fallout of his stroke. I think that that much is obvious. What was that? Was that the clip? Was That, that was 31? Are you sure that was 31? Let's play 31 anyway, even though David Drucker's on the line. We have to address uh, the elephant in the room today, and that is another accuser has come forward, um, anonymous, although she spoke to reporters today, uh, saying that, she, that you pressured her to have an abortion and that you paid for it. How do you respond to that? Well, that's a lie, and I've said that's a lie, and I, think, I hope people can see right now that Raphael Warnock and the left would do whatever they can to win this seat by but I don't think they realize that they messed with the wrong Georgia in here. So that's Herschel Walker running for the Senate in Georgia as a Republican. Another woman comes forward saying uh, he got her pregnant, 
and uh, uh, told her to get an abortion and paid for it. I'm looking at that on ABC News. Uh, I've got a bank of TVs in here. They're on uh, CBS News. There's a picture of Fetterman, the Democratic candidate for the Senate in Pennsylvania, who had a stroke and didn't do so on the debate the other night. And then I remind you of the poll that I saw over the weekend where about 70% of voters now say they don't care about character or health in their candidates. They just care about if that adds another member to their team. So we'll see if it matters or not. Let's welcome to the show to talk a little more politics of a variety of flavors. David Drucker, he's the senior political correspondent of the Washington Examiner and a longtime guest on the program. David, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? What do you think of that, that the majority of voters now say, eh, character, health, whatever. I just want to have, you know, an extra number on my side. It's true. I mean, politics has really become a shirts and skins game. Um, You know, partisanship's always been a a big part of American politics, uh, especially with our two-party system. But, you know, over the past uh, 10 to 20 years, um, voters on both sides of the aisle have made a calculation that it doesn't matter what kind of person they send to Washington. Uh, And I say Washington in particular, there's much more nuance and much more, I think, a willingness to cross the aisle in in state and local races, um, but especially in congressional races and in presidential contests, it's simply about how will you vote, which side will you vote with. In fact, I don't even know if you'll do anything I like, but you say you're for my side, you'll support that majority. Uh, you hate the people I hate, and that's good enough for me and in fact that's the most important thing to me yeah you said the key phrase and i've seen polling on this that is what it's more about than anything else you hate the people i hate yeah um look if you're a uh republican running for office you're a democrat running for office uh i've seen this in particularly more acute ways on the republican side I think it's sometimes completely immaterial whether or not you're a reliable fiscal conservative, a reliable conservative on other issues. It just matters that you are willing to uh, mix it up with Democrats, mix it up with, you know, dopes like me and the media. And if you can do that, I'm not even going to pay that close attention to how you're voting on particular legislation. Now, obviously, um, as a Republican or a Democrat, um, you have to toe the line or believe in certain things to survive in a primary, right? You have to oppose abortion rights if you're a Republican. You have to be for abortion rights if you're a Democrat. There are other you know, issues in there that are important, but all things being equal, as long as you're not uh, contradictory on the biggest issues, uh, gun rights is a huge issue on the Republican side, then we just want to see you throw punches at the people that I think are trying to kill me and destroy my life. And, you know, the language that is used now in politics where people uh, constantly believe the other side wants to, you know, pour gasoline on the country, light it on fire. And, and I guess we're, you know, move everybody to China or something. And this is, you know, this is the atmosphere that we're dealing with. I talk to voters all the time and, you know, they, they are they are insistent that the other side, uh, by the way, they're insistent that the other side plays dirty. They're regretful that their own side won't play as dirty as yep. the other side. I run into that all the they're time. Also, they're also insistent that the other side always wins and we always lose. Yep. And that yep. if we don't win this time, even though there's a regularly scheduled election coming two years from now and two years after that and two years after that, nope, this is it. It's either now or never. Or we're all going to end up 
subjugated by, you know, Xi or, you know, name your your authoritarian of the moment. Yeah, you're either going to have to answer to AOC or Trump, depending on who wins. Uh, Well, to that point, and I want to get to one of your columns here in a second, but my favorite poll number of the day, this is from NBC News. Percentage of Americans who say the opposite party's agenda poses a threat that, if not stopped, will destroy America as we know it. Four out of five Democrats, yeah. four out of five Republicans say that. Four out of five! Yeah, and not only that, they think that the other side's doing it on purpose. They don't even think it's, you know, just, you know, dumb luck that the other side's ideas are no good. They think the other side is in a room conspiring to uh, ruin everything on purpose for the sole uh, purpose of uh, claiming power and subjugating them uh, as if we're all going to be serfs again. You know, and it's funny because we listen to this every two years, and then every two years life goes on pretty much as normal. Right. In other words, I get this, you know, I've still got the Constitution and the First Amendment and the Second Amendment, and I can say what I want, do what I want, travel where I want, and protest the government. And, you know, I mean, obviously the economy, um, you know, there's a business cycle. Sometimes some policies are good for the economy, some are bad. I'm not saying the government has no impact on things. But these are policy debates. Our, our general American way of life has basically continued. And, you know, if you look at, it, at the grand scheme of history, only gotten better for more people, you know. And yet people uh, are looking over their shoulder now, convinced that their neighbor wants to box them over, over the head with a baseball bat on purpose. And, you know, that's just kind of where we are. Yeah, I don't know how we move forward if if 80 percent. Of people think the other side is out to destroy the country. But anyway, I want to get to this because I think it's one of the most fascinating thing, things that's happening in politics. Democrats have believed for a very long time that the growing Hispanic population could give them a permanent majority. Because clearly, as more Hispanic people come here, they're going to vote Democrat. And that, that's just a good thing. Well, that's turning out not to be the case in a number of places around the country. And according to you, Nevada has become ground zero for Republican efforts to court Latino voters. Tell us about that. Well, look, I mean, if you look at all of the polling this election cycle, Republicans um, could do very well with Hispanics or Latinos on the West Coast, uh, different terminologies, um, on Election Day, right? And and it could do well at historic levels. And they they might even sweep some House seats in the Rio Grande Valley uh, along the Mexican border in Texas. Uh, districts that they haven't won uh, for eons. And what you're seeing is that a lot of the Republican Party's appeal with blue-collar voters is, is extending past the white working class into the Hispanic working class. I talked to uh, people in Nevada about this. Um, you know, I think one of the reasons this may be happening, if it happens, is that Hispanics, the majority of Hispanics will still vote for Democrats. They will still be a major part of the Democratic coalition. One of the reasons, though, lately they may be shedding these voters is not only are Republicans playing the identity politics game and just making a much stronger effort to court Latino voters, actually opening offices in their neighborhoods, uh, hiring you know people who speak fluent Spanish to appeal to Latino voters, uh, advertising heavily on Spanish language media. Uh, you know, but Democrats, uh, at the moment, a cultural agenda that is more left of center than it used to be. It is making some Hispanics uncomfortable sure. with the coalition that 
part of the same way that we saw suburban Republicans uncomfortable with the Republican coalition during Trump's presidency and move toward the Democrats. So these, you know, these things happen and can happen over time. Uh, interestingly enough, as much as Republicans tout the gains that they think they're going to make with Hispanics, they also constantly talk about the idea that Democrats opened up the southern border because they want more voters. So on the right. one hand, they brag about the support they're gaining with Hispanics. On the other hand, they keep insisting that Hispanics are more likely to vote for Democrats. It's an interesting contradiction. I don't think, um, all kidding aside, that, uh, although I wasn't kidding, this is what's happening. Uh, but aside from that, I, I don't know if Democrats have fully appreciated yet that if they believe it's in the best interest of the coalition, uh, more to the left on some of these hot-button cultural issues, they're going to have to consider that not as many Hispanics uh, was such a big deal when I was a kid, but you know the way the, the way things change. But I don't know where this is going to lead our politics. It's it's always seemed weird to me that because I live in an area where there are a lot of Hispanic families lined up to go to church on uh, you know every Sunday, and uh, um, you know the Democratic Party is not exactly church going friendly. So I've never understood how that fit together. Well, look, I mean, when you know voters of all stripes make decisions about where they feel most at home. I mean, there are plenty of uh, Republicans in the suburbs that have been a part of the GOP coalition. They're not a part of the coalition because they're uh, fixated on trying to uh, reduce abortions or because they embrace the Second Amendment the way other Republicans do in other um, parts of the country or in rural neighborhoods or exurban neighborhoods. But, you know, for reasons of, 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 taxes and regulations, how small businesses are treated by the government uh, for issues of foreign policy. They're a part of the Republican coalition. So it's, it's natural to find uh, voters in a coalition. They don't agree on a lot of things, but they agree on the things that matter to them. And, and um, so that, that's where they, they are. But when things change too much, it can cause, you know, in, on particular issues, it can cause them to reconsider. Hey, I got to ask you this before we let you go. I, I asked your colleague Sarah Westwood about it, and I'm wondering what your take is. She seemed to feel like the zeitgeist in D.C. was that Joe Biden will will at some point give a speech where he says he's stepping aside for the next generation or something like that. Will not finish out his first term. What do you think? Will not finish out his first term? No, 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 no. He's finishing. Well, not. Run, I'm sorry. Not run. Not run again. Um, He'll finish he, his term, but not run again. So I don't have reporting to give you. What I can tell you is that the man wanted to be president for 50 years. And you don't just walk away from that. I think he wants to run again. I think that he intends to run again. I'm just not convinced he's actually going to run again when they have to sit down and game out a reelection campaign where he's going to have to be much more uh, aggressively public and on the road because there will not be uh, knock on what a raging pandemic that you know forces everybody to be inside. Right. Does he, he turn to come? Does he turn to Kamala, or does he uh, say we should open it up to all comers? It really doesn't matter what he does because all comers are going to come after it. Uh-huh. You know, Vice President Harris has not established herself as a political figure with a base of power or support within the party that is sufficient to keep other ambitious Democrats out of an open seat race. I know you don't have reporting on it, but do you think that's the most likely scenario just based on your reading of the, the tea leaves? I just think it's a toss-up. You know, some days, honestly, I just, I'm convinced he's going to run. 
And other days, I think to myself, when you're 82, headed toward 86, if you can finish a second term, you know, the presidency ages everybody, right? You go into the presidency in your mid-40s or mid-50s, and if you're not gray yet, you come out gray. Most of the reason two-term presidents are happy to be done with everything. In fact, one-term presidents usually, because as much as you want the job, as ambitious as you are, it's so taxing that once you're done, you're just done. And so, you know, that's, I think, what Joe Biden and his family. Um, well, I unfortunately, have to think I have, about unfortunately think about a second term. I have to unfortunately have to let you go. I appreciate you answering that question because I know reporters don't like to speculate. But David Drucker, we'll have you on again soon. It's going to be a spicy couple of years. No doubt about that. David Drucker of the Washington Examiner. Thanks for coming on. More on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So John Stewart, you remember him, comedian, Daily Show, that guy? He uh, he made some strong statements about the whole Hunter Biden thing yesterday. They're getting some attention. Maybe pass that along to you in the next segment. It says it's obvious that Hunter was trading on his dad's name. Yeah, I would say it's obvious, too. It's amazing how much of the media was not, was not, is not interested in that. But anyway... Uh, more on that coming up in a little bit. Came across this. The secret health benefits of humming. And there are all kinds of wacky things that become popular. It says here uh, from Vice, the news outlet Vice, from touching grass to icing and or tanning your genital areas. There's a lot of supposed health benefits to things. But here's one that might actually be true. Humming, which... People do kind of regularly, if you have kids, little kids hum, I think maybe they only stop humming because they realize it kind of draws attention or a lot of people, adults don't hum or something like that. But it seems to be kind of a natural inclination to kind of hum. Kids hum while they play, mm, while they're driving little fake cars around or whatever. Uh, humming plays a role in calming down your body. It's a reason that yogis have done this practice for centuries to relax the nervous system says here, according to one supposed expert, it's like taking your foot off the gas pedal and telling your body it's okay. You're not being chased by a cheetah right now. Unless, of course, you are being chased by a cheetah, then I would not suggest you home. I suggest you scream at the top of your lungs. Um, But it increases something to do with your uh, blood flow and your breathing and release some good chemicals. So just thought I'd throw that out there today. According to Vice, couldn't hurt to hum a little bit at some point in your car, in your cubicle walking down the hall to get some coffee or whatever, just to kind of relax your nervous system. Just, mm. Remember when you were at the, was that Target or grocery store, Michael, one That's time? That's right. You had to check out person who would hum as they scanned yeah, each they item. scanned. Yep. Each item they would run across. Mm. <laughs> Did it on purpose to freak out people. <laughs> oh, that was a hilarious story. Um, uh, Kanye West Showed up to Skechers yesterday, unannounced, just showed up, hoping he could get them to make his Yeezys, among other things that we can talk about coming up. So I hope you can stay with us. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, 
Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Kanye West showed up all hello at Skechers headquarters in California today, unannounced, uninvited. Company officials confirmed it. They say Kanye was immediately escorted out of their building. 
Not clear exactly why he showed up in the first place, but Skechers executives say they have no intention of working with Ye, as he calls himself now. TJ Maxx announced it's cutting its ties with the Yeezy brand. In a statement, company officials wrote they don't tolerate discrimination, harassment, or hate of any kind. So Kanye, remember the story that Adidas was passing on $250 million in profit just this year by cutting loose Kanye West and his Yeezy brand shoes. So I think Kanye thought, you know, I can show up to any shoe brand and they'll be happier in hell to have that $250 million, maybe more. Since I'm even more well-known now. Uh, he shows up to Skechers unannounced, videoing it while he showed up, and they, they, they escorted him out of there very quickly. That company's run by a Jewish gentleman, I guess, or started by some, some, some tie-in. Not that that necessarily would make any difference, I don't think. So uh, he's continuing to shop his wares, and he did put out an Instagram post where he said, Hey, y'all, I lost $2 billion in one day this week. <laughs> That's a rough week. Speaking of money, the economic news out today, which I did, I misreport it to start the show today. I don't know or not. I went with a rosier view of the economic news that is out because that was the view that the Wall Street Journal gave me. Uh, the economy grew at 2.6% annualized after shrinking two quarters in a row and said that that was good news, beating Wall Street expectations. The New York Times has a completely different view of it saying, yeah, this is still really slow. Here's the quote from the New York Times. Um, and su- surprising that the New York Times would take a um, a more gloomy view of the same numbers since, you know, it would help the Democratic Party heading into this election in a week and a half to convince people that the economy is not bad. Ignore the headline numbers, the first quote they have here. Growth rates are slowing, said Michael Gapin, chief U.S. economist for Bank of America. It wouldn't take much further slowing from here to tip the the economy into a recession. Sounds like something you'd hear on Fox or the New York Post out of the New York Times, and maybe they're just being honest. U.S. economy grew sluggishly in the third quarter, says the New York Times. So take those numbers how you want. We did grow, didn't shrink for the first time in a while, but according to the NYT, it's still bad news. So there you go. The other economic news, U.S. mortgage rates hit 7.08%, the highest in more than 20 years this week, and they're going nowhere but up. The rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage averaged 7.08% this week, according to a survey of lenders. Just seven weeks ago, it was below 6. A year ago, it was 3. So one year ago today, you could get a 30-year mortgage for 3%. Today, it's 7.08. Moving up. Yeah, and I'm a renter, so I have a feeling uh, my only option is I'm going to have to uh, uh, take on roommates. So I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to put a, probably a Craigslist ad out. I'm looking for non-smokers, probably between the ages of 35 and 60. And uh, no pets I'd prefer. Um, what else? Uh I'd like you to be semi-clean. No late-night parties. But other than that, I can't be that picky. You know, with interest rates what they are, I'm, if I'm going to buy a house, I'm going to have to have boarders or roommates or something. So what are you going to do? I know it happens to lots of people. It's happening to me. Um, what was the other thing I wanted to get to before I get to... We're going to play Jimmy Fallon's bit on Hillary Clinton's birthday here in just a moment. So, um, Alex dug this up for me. It's also from Vice... 
which is an interesting news organization. News organization. Young voters are pretty meh about Biden's student debt relief and the weed pardons. You're familiar with meh? Kind of shrug your shoulders, you don't really care? So Joe Biden has been falling all over himself unconstitutionally to try to court the young vote or at least motivate them to go to the polls. And according to Vice, it ain't working. President Joe Biden's long-hyped moves this fall to cancel student loan debt? Illegal, unconstitutional, unfair. It's a million bad ideas. And change federal cannabis policy. I don't mind that one. That's fine. Didn't change the minds of young voters much. A demographic crucial for turnout as Democrats seek to hold control. We all know that. The poll found that a plurality of voters under 45 said Biden's cannabis pardons and his order to forgive up to $20,000 in student loans for people making less than blah, 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 uh, had no effect on their voting intentions this year. And overall, issues such as inflation, jobs, and abortion in the wake of the Supreme Court are weighing much more heavily on their minds as the election gets closer. It was a survey of 3,000 adults under the age of 45. On the question of whether student loan forgiveness would affect how they vote, 38% of young adults under the age of 29 said it would more likely to vote, but 42% said it had no effect. Isn't that wild? Uh, as well as 20% who said it made them less likely to vote for Democrats. Those are the ones who either paid their own way or didn't go to college and are paying enough attention to realize that this is the least progressive thing the Democratic Party has ever pitched in their history. Are you freaking kidding me? Making the working class pay the bills for the elite. Anyway, so 20% of young Democrats said, no, it makes me less likely to vote. 42% said it's, it has no effect on me whatsoever. So that's 62% less likely or no effect. That's wild. Well, that didn't work. So it was unconstitutional, unfair, and it didn't help you. Nice move. We'll get to those jokes from Jimmy Fallon about Hillary's birthday coming up right after this note, because crime is a high issue for lots of voters all across the country. And maybe you've thought for the first time in your life to get a security system for your home. Or maybe you have a security system you don't like and want a better one like Simply Safe. If you have thought about protecting your home with security, but you've been waiting for just the right time, now is it. Listeners of the Armstrong and Getty Show can get 40% off Simply Safe's award-winning home security system. Not only was Simply Safe named the best home security of 2022 by US News and World Report, the best overall. We use Simply Safe and we like it and it is not expensive. 24/7 professional monitoring costs at under a dollar a day. That's less than half the cost of ADT's traditional professional installed plans. You install this yourself, Simply Safe in about 30 minutes, no contract by the way. So don't miss this chance to save big when you protect your home. Get 40% off your order when you visit simplysafe.com/armstrong today. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Here's Jimmy Fallon for last night from last night on The Tonight Show. Uh, guys, I want to say happy birthday to Hillary Clinton, who turned 75 today. Hillary Clinton, of course, Hillary got a lot of texts for her birthday, and we actually got a hold of some of them. Vladimir Putin texted, happy birthday, now smile at microwave clock and wave to me. 
Then Adidas texted, HBD, we got you 70,000 pairs of free Yeezys. We're giving them away free. Next up, Donald Trump texted, happy birthday to literally the only 75-year-old woman I've ever known. <laughs> Bernie Sanders texted, Siri, text Hillary happy birthday and one of those yellow smiley faces wearing a triangular party cap. Send. Next up, Bill Clinton texted, happy birthday. Hope you've been doing well. That's, oh, wow. That's nice. <laughs> And finally, Joe Biden texted, Siri, text Bernie Sanders, how do I send a text to Hillary that one of those yellow smiley faces with wide eyes? Send! Nice. Wow. Thanks if everyone to reach out, anything. A lot of old jokes in there. The Bill Clinton one was predictable, yet still funny. <laughs> John Stewart slams Hunter Biden's Burisma post job as corruption straight up. So comedian and liberal icon John Stewart talking on a podcast yesterday about the whole Hunter Biden thing. He's got kind of an interesting take on it that you may or may not like. Discussing how Hunter's infamous abandoned laptop uh, was initially downplayed and branded a conspiracy by the mainstream media ahead of the election. While the host appeared to dismiss the laptop's contents, he's not that into the laptop, he did say that Hunter Biden's involvement in the board of Burisma, that's the company he worked for, for which he was paid a million dollars a year, according to invoices found on the laptop, was corrupt on its face. John Stewart says, well, I'll read what he said. I don't need a laptop with circumstantial evidence to know that this was wrong. So he says, just straight up on just looking at it. The president, the vice president's son is working for a company, a foreign company, doing a job he has no qualifications for for a million dollars a year. That's corrupt on its face. That's interesting. I wish that opinion had been out there from him uh, a year ago right now when we were, was it a year ago? Two years ago right now, when we were just a couple of weeks before, before a presidential election, saying, yeah, that's corrupt on its face. Now, again, that is uh, that makes you not want to hunt, vote for Hunter Biden. Does that have anything to do with his dad? Now, John Stewart said, tying Joe Biden to it, that's going to take some digging. If it's real, that's a thing. But the idea that um, we know that at this point is uh, is wrong. It's all circumstantial evidence. Well, we'll see. John Stewart went on to say, the idea that nepotism would allow much larger amounts of money to flow into the hands of people unqualified to be in the positions that they've been uh, accepted to because you think those countries are trying to buy influence. Welcome to the effing world, said John Stewart. And I think it's a huge problem on its face. Forget about any secret laptop. Stewart went on to call some of the evidence discovered on the laptop, including the email, noting 10% to the big guy. Big guy was circumstantial at best. Well, Joe and I disagree on that. Joe's not here today. Joe Joe thinks it's pretty certain Joe Biden was uh, getting a cut and knew about it. I'm not as certain. It certainly could be true, but I, I don't think we've got the proof of that yet to me. But yeah, of course, the idea that the vice president's son was making a million dollars a year was only because his dad was vice president. And that sucks. That shouldn't happen in uh, in government. Happens all the time. Both parties been doing it forever. You put your wife on the board of this, or you set up a fake charity, or whatever you do, but I hate it. I hate it a lot. I doubt that it's going away anytime soon. Um, what did I want to get to coming up? We are going to talk to Mike Lyons to kick off Hour 3 about what's going on in Ukraine and Russia. 
Oh, I know what I wanted to talk about. Some more revelations from Matthew's Perry, Matthew Perry's book. He's the guy from Friends, Chandler from Friends. He's got a new book out about his addiction. And it's not so much about celebrity and friends and tabloid stuff as it is just addiction. And, man, how bad it can be and how difficult it is if you've got a friend or a family member or it's you yourself who are addicted, how hard it is for some people to quit it, even if you've got unlimited money like him. That and a bunch of other stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. 
Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. The Armstrong and Getty Show. well now for some reason it's obviously because i was on friends more people will listen to me so i've got to take advantage of that i've got to help as many people as i can uh that's matthew perry who's on with diane sorry tomorrow night and do an interview about his new book that is out about his addiction that he um i don't think he needs the money even with how much he has spent trying to get sober pretty much his entire adult life i don't think he needs the money he says he's He's doing it to uh, just tell a story about addiction and, and, and help other people, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, he sounds rough. He looks rough. Uh, he, he nearly died not too long ago. We, we talked earlier about, and some of this stuff is brand new, but he was in a coma for a couple of weeks, given a 2% chance to live. And again, he's only like 40 at the time that that happened. Anyway, a couple more details on that. At the, the height of his addiction while he was filming Friends, he was taking 55 Vicodin a day and drinking a quart of vodka just to uh, try to stay somewhat normal and get through the day. And I, I've worked with people who were in similar situations who were actually quite productive, but were doing similar sort of thing, like from the moment they woke up and, and, and showing up at the radio station. Um, you might have people around you that you know are doing that or you don't know that are doing that. But it's, uh, it can be a thing. He estimates he spent about $9 million trying to get sober. He said he believes he has spent more than half of his life in either rehabs or sober houses at this point. He made a prayer for fame and a deal with God as a teenager to be famous, which he now wishes he hadn't done. Anyway, this is kind of interesting from a, if you ever watched Friends or if you still see it on Netflix or wherever it is, standpoint. You can. He says you can track the trajectory of my addiction by gauging my weight from season to season. He said, when I'm carrying weight, it's alcohol. When I'm skinny, I'm on pills. When I have a goatee, it's lots of pills. He dropped 10 pounds of alcohol fat between the pilot episode and the first episode, and then his weight over the years. And if if you're flipping around and you see an old episode of Friends, sometimes he's shockingly skinny, and sometimes he's shockingly doughy. His weight fluctuated, fluctuated between 128 and 225. During the seasons he was on Friends, sometimes he was skinny as 128 and probably had the goatee because he was on so many pills, and 225 pounds when he was mostly just boozing. The scariest aspect of this to me is, and he started drinking young and became an alcoholic young, and that's its own thing. Um, he had a jet ski accident on the set of a movie he was filming, and he started taking painkillers like a lot of people do, and lots of people get hooked this way. You have a legitimate injury or problem and then you get hooked on these super powerful painkillers that, at least up until recently, I don't know what it's like now, they were very willing willing to hand out lots of. I've taken like two painkillers in my entire life because uh, I've always been scared of them. But I was amazed when I got my wisdom teeth out. I was amazed when I was going through my cancer stuff how they just give you these giant bottles. I mean, enormous bottles like 
why wouldn't you give me a couple? And if I need more, then I'll ask for them as opposed to a, a bottle this tall. I'm using my fingers. This is the radio. Uh, just full of hydrocodone or whatever it is. Anyway, he, he, he heard his, he got hurt himself in a jet ski accident, jet ski accident, got hooked on Vicodin and it, Oxycontin and it and went from there. And he's been hooked on stuff his whole life. He actually says at the end of the book, he believes that alcoholism and pill addiction will kill him. So even while he he says he's sober right now, he thinks it will kill him. So what does that, what hope do you have if your kid, dad, husband, friend, whoever is hooked on something like this? If $9 million and half your life in a rehab didn't do it, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a rough situation. And I know the varying views on this sort of thing, because I'll see the text, everything from, well, just stop, you idiot. It's your choice. Uh, have some self-control, have some willpower, to uh, people way, 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 way the other end who, who, who feel there's no personal responsibility involved whatsoever in these sorts of things which I definitely don't agree with that. Uh, but I'll be, I, 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 I'm, I think I'm actually going to read this book, and I do not read celebrity books, but I think I'll actually read this book because I find it pretty interesting. Um, I'm an alcoholic myself. I haven't had a drink in 16 years. But even with that, like I believe alcoholism is real, real but when I hear about somebody who, who gambles away all their money, I think, you friggin' idiot, have some willpower, stop. Or even, you know, all their stuff. I think I'll have some, you, you, you can't stop eating or you don't eat ever. Get a, take a look in the mirror. Get a hold of yourself. So even I, with one particular affliction I believe in, don't believe in the others. So yeah, maybe that just makes me a bad person. As Joe would say, there are plenty of things that make me a bad person. Let's not narrow it down to one. <laughs> Nine million dollars. It's a good thing they each got like a quarter of a billion dollars for being on Friends, a million dollars an episode, and then the just insane rights that they got from it being in syndication. So we're going to talk to Mike Lines to kick off Hour 3, the ongoing drama that is Ukraine and Russia, the most important story in the world, I believe, with all the ramifications that are out there. And what is Russia doing with this continuing claim that the Ukrainians are going to use a dirty bomb. What are they trying to set up? What are the troops mobilizing on the Russian side and the Ukrainian side? Do we have a major battle coming? I'm looking forward to talking to Mike Lyons about that. If you ever miss an hour of the show, you can grab it in podcast form. Just look for Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 
2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu.